Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. It's amazing when you look at the life of David that God says, David is a man after my own heart. God said that knowing the failures, knowing the murder and adultery. I mean, he knew it all, right? And yet he says that. But because he knew that though David was imperfect, fallen, and was going to demonstrate that spectacularly, he knew that David's heart was loyal to him. As Pastor Robert and Elizabeth open up the scriptures, they relate our interest in the roles actors play in our favorite movies and novels to the people God uses in the Bible. Through today's discussion, we gain insight into the nature of all relationships and the importance of learning to allow the fear of God rather than the fear of man to guide our lives. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 5, with part one of their message entitled, Whom Do You Fear? How many of you have a favorite television series or, or two? Anybody? I do. Maybe a book. I'm a, these days just a voracious reader. Um, I've become a big fan of Bodie and Brock Taney. Uh, Christian authors. Bodie Taney was a writer for John Wayne back in the day. And um, she said her mother finally convinced her to switch away from that stuff and, and use the Bible as her resource. And she started doing that. And, and her husband does all the research. They write together. But I, I feel like I've gotten to know some of the characters in their novels. I've, I mean, I don't know how many books they've they've written. I've probably read 25 of theirs. Um, have you ever wondered what it is that makes it so comforting and relaxing to, to settle down? You know, it's like my mom and dad years ago really got caught up in, in a particular television series and, and they didn't want to miss it. You know, and it was strange for me to, to see that with my mom and dad. You know, they didn't want them. They wanted every week, they wanted to be home in front of the television to watch that TV show. They didn't let too many things get in the way of it. I'm like, really? That's kind of weird for my mom and dad, you know, but it was, a, it was a new thing for them. But they got invested in that particular television series. Why do we do that? Why do we, why do we sometimes buy in to a particular TV series? I think it's because we get attached to the characters. We get involved in the story, but we also feel like we, feel like we get to know the people involved a little bit. And I think that taps into something God-given. I think God intended for us to feel like we're getting to get invested in and, and, and if you will, have relationships with the characters of the Bible. The difference being that the characters in the Bible, the people that we read about in the Scriptures, they're real people. And even though we think of them as historical figures long since dead, if the Bible's true, they're still around. But I was thinking about that. You know, I'm looking forward to, to spending some quality time 
with some of the people that I've read about. I, I'm really seriously looking forward to spending some good quality time with Job one day. Job is a guy I want to get to know because Job went through some stuff, you know? And we're not given the whole story. We're, we're given, I think we're given most of it. Clearly, we're given all that God wanted us to have in the Bible. But I want, I want to hear from Job one day. I want to sit down over a good cup of coffee with Job and talk. And David is another one that I want to, I want to talk with David a little bit. And Gideon, you know, I can relate to Gideon. Gideon, he was scared to death. And the angel's telling him he's a mighty man of valor. And he's, who, me? Really? You talking to me? Jonah is another one. I can identify with Jonah a little bit because Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh. I didn't want to go to Miami Beach either. I really didn't. I didn't want to do this when, when God first let me know it was what he wanted for me. We get invested in some of these people. You know, God could have just written the Bible sort of like our U.S. Constitution. You know, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, and ensure domestic tranquility. God could have, he could have written the, the, the Bible. You know, we the triune God of the universe, in order to establish our kingdom on earth, hereby set forth the following rules for human conduct and behavior. But he did part of it like that, right? I mean, the, the law, when you look at, at the law... But it has its place. I mean, this, that direct, thou shalt not, clearly, right? It's in the book. It has a place in the Bible. But most of the Bible is written to us in relational terms. People with God, people with each other. And then, you know, the, how, the, how the church should interact with the world around us. Even the law is given in part to establish relationships God's way. Jesus taught us that the two most important commandments in the book, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You shall love your neighbor, right? Relationship, relationship. Knowing how we learn from and identify with other people, God wrote their lives, almost like a TV series where we get to see the villains punished and the heroes rewarded although not necessarily immediately not always even on earth and what separates the heroes from the villains is not how perfectly they live their lives when you look at some of the heroes our heroes had issues right what separated the heroes from the villains was their loyalty to God it's amazing when you look at the life of David that God says David is a man after my own heart. God said that knowing the failures, knowing the murder and adultery. I mean, he knew it all, right? And yet he says that. But because he knew that though David was imperfect, fallen, and was going to demonstrate that spectacularly, he knew that David's heart was loyal to him. Our question tonight centers around the subject of fear. It's fascinating to me because God seems to be talking to us as a church about that right now. As, as we, we looked at it in, in the book of First Peter, you know, the, the question that our study centers around tonight is whom do we fear? Whom do we fear? When we refer to the fear of man, 
We find that in the Bible sometimes, the fear of man. What, what, what we mean is a focus on pleasing people, allowing the fear of how they're going to react to us to govern our decisions. The fear of the Lord is also discussed in the Scriptures. What is the fear of the Lord? I think it's the fear of, fear of breaking His heart, missing out on that great wild adventure that Ephesians 2.10 tells us he has prepared for those who love him. Breaks his heart when we don't trust him. And a fear of the Lord is, is that fear of grieving the Holy Spirit, that fear of breaking God's heart. God's word said that, says that those two fears are mutually exclusive. So the way we're going to look at it tonight is like a case study or like a, like a TV series where you have somebody who has the fear of man and somebody who has the fear of the Lord. And it just came as, as we were, many of us, reading through the daily Bible that it, it just showed up so blatantly in Jeremiah. So I want to cast it sort of like, if you think of it as a TV series or something, so that you see it, try to visualize it and see it as such when we go through it. So we're going to be reading, and Dave asked me, you mean the whole chapters? And pretty much two and a half chapters from Jeremiah, beginning in verse, in chapter 37, and in 38, and in half of 39. So because it's so blatant, we hope and pray that the Word of God itself will make the case for us. We're just trying to, basically, we're just trying to bring to life what's already there. You can't improve the Word of God. We can just discuss it together and see how it relates to us. So think of it that way. Let me introduce the setting and the characters of this play that we will see play out tonight. The time is just before the Babylonians conquered Jerusalem. So it is before 597 BC. It's before that we, this is the time where Jeremiah and many other prophets are getting warning after warning of what will happen. That's the time frame. It hasn't happened yet, although it does begin in these chapters. But what do you do right before disaster that you hear is coming, but you don't know whether or not to believe it? What do you do with that? God himself was bringing it on. It says in Lamentations 1, 17, the Lord has commanded concerning Jacob that those around him become his adversaries. Jacob is God's people, but the Lord is commanding that those around him become his adversaries because... Jerusalem has become an unclean thing among them, dishonoring his name. So, like Robert says, these are real historical events. We read it like a play. It plays out because we get to know the people, but they are real historical events. The Lord is the first character, obviously, to consider. Um, and you need to consider him as a character instead of he's not cosmos or the universe out there. He is a character. He is the initiator of what's going to happen, but he's not some distant, removed Lord, as you'll see. He, he reads like a heartbroken father. Over and over in these prophets, he calls Judah and Israel, my virgin daughter. And so he, if, you, if you look at him as a movie character, he's like a father who is watching his, his daughter go way off, knowing better and having a home to return to, but just choosing not to. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and it's at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. 
Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, as taught by Pastor Robert. But today's message is unique. As you listen today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Now, maybe you'd like to hear this message from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth again. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and simply select Today's Date from the Main Thing Radio media player. You can listen to, download, or subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.